You're listening to the PMO Strategies Podcast, where PMO leaders become impact drivers. This is episode 245. Well, hey there, Impact Driver. Welcome to the PMO Strategies Podcast. I am your host, Laura Bernard. Many places in the world, people are struggling with climate changes. We are all living through the hottest days and summer on record and need only to look outside to see it happening. More than the immediately visible temperature changes, more and more places are struggling with declining water supply, declining biodiversity, and weather generally becoming severe. That climate change exists and needs to be combated is no longer a question. The only question is how we best approach it and what's the role you can play in doing so. Okay, we're talking all about delivering sustainable impact. And with me today to talk about this really important topic is Mark Madsen and Brian Cohn. Now, Mark is a consultant in product development with more than 20 years of experience. He has helped companies such as Porsche, Audi, Lego, and Mask create sustainable growth through efficient leadership and launches of successful products. Brian has 30 years of experience leading projects and project portfolios to develop industrial and consumer products. He has spent the last seven years helping organizations develop high-performing teams working at a sustainable pace while improving product development performance. Welcome, Mark and Brian. I'm so happy to have you both here. Good afternoon, Laura. Hello, Laura. Nice to be here. Yeah, thank you so much for being here. And I'm so excited for us to talk about delivering sustainable impact. As you guys know, I am all about the impact. That's my favorite word in the entire world and why, you know, you both have been speakers at our Impact Summit. And we talked about it this year at the summit that we really wanted to have you come on the podcast and talk about a couple of very important topics. So my first question is, when I think about sustainability, I often think first about climate change, but I suspect there's more to it than that. Can we talk about that? Indeed, I fully agree with you. It's a lot more than, than just the environmental side of things. We actually like to think about four factors of sustainable products and services. One is, of course, the environmental issue that you have already mentioned here, but there's also a social part of it. We need to make sure that the people that we hit with our products and services, the people that we involve to make them, that we do that in an ethical way. We need to make sure that the purpose of what we're doing is a good purpose. We can deliver. We've spent many, many years practicing delivering projects according to the Iron Triangle, right? But we also need to make sure that the purpose that we actually set out to do, is that a good purpose? Are we achieving the right goals? And of course, we need to make sure also that we're looking at the economic impact, that we address poverty, that we don't uh, make it worse. And those four parameters are really the ones that we like to look at here. Environment, social, purpose, and economics. Yeah, another thing to add is, of course, Mark's talked about where we come from, which is generally the development of tangible physical products. But even if you're working on things inside of your organization, you can still think about what's the social impact of this application I'm developing. We started talking about climate, but there's all sorts of other elements of the environment. I mean, some of those that we see all the time are things like Rojas, you know, reducing lead in our products. And so there's a number of regulatory things that are involved in this as well. 
No, oh, yeah, for sure. And this is really something that spans across organizations of all shapes and sizes all over the world. And so for a lot of our impact drivers listening, they might be thinking, this is really useful information, but I'm more in a service-based organization. I mean, all what we call impact engines, but all PMOs, strategy delivery teams are delivering on services. They are service-based organizations, but they may also be delivering on services versus actual product delivery. Now, we do have some people here that are more product-focused listening, but I want to make sure we take a step back and talk about this from a holistic perspective of all the different kinds of audience that we have here. You know, some people might be saying, my PMO doesn't deliver products. We're doing, you know, customer-facing services or we're doing internal services or we're driving, you know, internal organizational change. So why should sustainability be important for people like that as well as people that are in the product space? I think we're all noticing that the reputations of our companies are becoming more and more important. It's becoming important for our customers. They want sustainable companies. It's becoming important to hire new talent, especially young people are very, very focused on, on purposes of our companies. They require that we are doing things the right way, not that we're only doing interesting products. We need to make sure that we're doing it sustainably in order to hire people here. And we also see that the standards are popping up around the world. It's becoming a license to operate that you're acting sustainably. And it's only a matter of time. It's already starting at, at the biggest companies. And it's only a matter of time before it even grips down on the smaller companies that will be required to do this, that will be required to get certified that we are sustainable. Yeah. And again, I'd like to emphasize the, the social aspect. And if we're here to deliver service, if we're deliver, here to help people that are frontline service deliverers, how do we build systems that help them service their customers better? And it does come back a lot, as Mark said, to the reputations of the company. Yeah, for sure. I think that's a really important point and one that I want to really emphasize for the people listening here, because no matter what role you're in, I want you building an organization that is driving greater impact. And that means you need to step up and out of the day of the day of the projects and look across the entire strategy lifecycle, which means you have to get much more closely aligned to what the executives are thinking about. And the executives are thinking about how do we build a more sustainable organization and more sustainable products and live in a more sustainable type environment. Because if you are, for example, let's say you're in government organizations, well, there's a lot more mandate coming down around sustainability in government organizations. And if you're running a PMO, for example, in a government organization, you could very well be looking at helping to drive change around sustainability. If you are in a commercial organization, you may have, like you were talking about, Mark, mandates where you have to have sustainability considerations and the way you're doing the work you're doing, as well as the products you create, need to be done in a more sustainable fashion. So I think these are all really important aspects and they go across a lot of different sectors and industries. And you know, I would say here in the US, we might even be behind the curve a little bit compared to other countries in the world with respect to thinking and delivering our products and services in this fashion. Indeed. And I mean, I think most PMOs are seeing the OKRs and targets to deliver on time and, and at cost and those things. But the companies are popping up now also where you need to put into your KPIs, into your OKRs, that you need diversity in your product teams. There needs to be equal opportunities. You're being measured on the values. You're being measured on that your, your product teams are feeling well. They are not stressed and they are safe, they're healthy, those things there as well. Those things are coming. It's only a matter of time before we'll all 
start to be measured on it and we need to prepare for it better be proactive here than than waiting for us to to get hit by a, a measure that's not beneficial to us right yeah i think i'd like to chime in and just add that as pmo leaders we need to look at this from two aspects we've talked a lot so far about an individual project being sustainable and i think we're just beginning to scratch the surface of what we can do in our organization so that we can deliver this every time you know, because that's really what our goal is as a PMO leaders is to have repeatable processes and, and deliver impact consistently. <laughs> and to be able to show that you can really predict the future. Like I tell PMO leaders, they're supposed to be future predictors, right? Like you need to be able to say, not only can I give you deliverables consistently, but we can get reliable outcomes, right? We can help drive more reliable outcomes for our business. And so the closer that PMO people and project people can get to helping the business leaders solve business problems, not just project problems, the more they will get their seat at the table and really be able to help organizations thrive. I mean, these problems that business leaders are facing, whether it be about how to become more sustainable or like when the COVID-19 pandemic was going on, the PMO people that got a seat at the table were, I can help you transform overnight. I can help you address the immediate problems you have and get to a better future state right? The PMO people that were like, well, I still need to shove my templates, tools, and process at you are the ones that were totally left behind when that kind of conversation was happening, right? So in my advice to people, I was doing all these webinars, like ad hoc webinars with PMO people because they were all freaking out, as we all were, about what was going on. And I said, listen, this is your golden opportunity to actually step up and show that you can be a driver of real organizational impact. And here we are again in this sustainability conversation. It's the same thing. Hey, PMO people, this is an opportunity for you to step up and see where you can drive real organizational impact and start showing your business leaders that you're thinking about the business problems they have to solve, not just the project problems. So I think this is a really important opportunity if people are listening to this going, yeah, yeah, I'm listening to this on 2X and I'm also doing five other things right now. You need to come back to me and stop multitasking because this is a really important conversation for you to be thinking about. How can you position yourself, your team, your people to be thinking about the same problems and ways to overcome those challenges that the business leaders have that are keeping them up at night? And sustainability is a really important one of those. So I'm really glad we're having this conversation. And now I want to go to something that you guys were talking about, which was measurement. You were both hinting at metrics and KPIs and ways to show real measurable progress. And, you know, most organizations today have sustainability goals or initiatives. And like you were saying, Mark, if they don't, they will soon. So often these are more like aspirational or high level theoretical kind of big picture goals that are hard to measure. But I think that, you know, for us people that are actually responsible for driving not just outputs, but outcomes, we need to have something that's more tangible or practical that we can kind of sink our teeth into. So what can a PMO or strategy delivery team do to bring the big aspirational goals down to something that's more practical and reality-based? Or is there some kind of a framework for thinking about sustainability to make it more tangible for PMO and project people? I think it, it all starts about the mindset. As We've been used to all the different quality assessments that we've been hit by over the years, right? We've built yeah. these quality standards into our delivery frameworks, into our state gate models, etc. Right. And we need to do exactly the same also with sustainability. 
Uh, and we have found uh, actually a, a great place to, to start there. Green Project Management has done a global standard for it. Uh, it's already on its way in, in, in version 3 now. There are certifications that has evolved around it. There are principles that you could build into your way of working as well. And there's an impact analysis where you can you can look at your company and say, where do we have the biggest impact? What is most important for us here? Because of that, of course, there are many, 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 many aspects that you could look at. Which ones should you look at? Uh, which, which ones must you look at in order to stay competitive, right? So taking a framework, again, green project management, that could be one of them. There's many, many more of them popping up. It's really happening there. But starting with a standard there, building it into your frameworks uh, that already exist, building it into your standards that exists, and then start living them and treating, just like we are treating anti-corruption in procurement practices, fair competition, we already used to that in our procurement processes. We also need to, again, start treating diversity and all the other things here, right? All the, the green things. We need to build that into to the way that we are working and start making the deliverables, starting assessing them, making the checklists, et cetera, to ensure that we are, we are delivering them. Then it becomes a part of our standard work. Yeah. And I think in so many things, and this is another area where we need to be careful that what's easy to measure, which is what we get tempted to write up as our, our goals, are, may not be the most important and, and may send us in the wrong direction. But we do need to keep in mind that we, from the green project management thing, they did come up with a set of sort of dimensions to think about. And we can think about, you know, can we come up with metrics or can we at least come up with sort of vision statements for us in six areas? And they start with commitment and accountability. And, you know, this is, let's, you know, it goes back to some of the old ISO standards, you know, say what you're going to do and do what you say. Yeah. Yeah. Ethics and decision-making that let's make ethical decisions and let's not do the easy thing because it's convenient if it isn't right, if it isn't leading us to something sustainable. I mean, one area that we talk about in product development is, is this idea of conflict metals. I mean, let's, you know, we want to put some zinc or cobalt or something into our product and it's easy to do it because that's the cheap way, but we know that that's not sustainable. And so we should be not doing that. We need to be transparent with each other in everything we do. A lot of the agile principles that we our teams work with for that, being principle and value-based, very similar to the ethics and decision-making. And then finally coming out and closing out with how looking at every project that we have on our portfolio and assessing how does it do on social standards and, and about economic prosperity and, and equity. And just having that mindset and building those things into our project charters helps us thinking in the right direction. Yeah, for sure. Now, what if you're in an organization where they're not really thinking about this stuff yet? How would you start the conversation? Because now we're opening up some project people's eyes to ways that they need to be having better conversations. How would you kind of broach this topic or even start? Where would they start? I think it, it would be a really good idea to look at the, the challenges that the specific business is facing. And, and they will be different because different businesses are facing different priorities, first different challenges, right? If we're taking IT companies, for example, that want to recruit younger people that come out, I think it's all about looking at your company and find out where are the priorities for, for our company. Are you a service company? Are you delivering products? And looking at what will we be hit by in the future here? Uh, I think uh, we can all see where we are heading, I think we can see these uh, standards on the horizon. 
in all of our businesses. And I think most companies have actually already heard the talks about them. I think it's about getting out there, investigating what are we being hit by here, grabbing this impact analysis here, getting help from the outside, from people that know about this, know about your market, and getting these things here looked at and say, where is the biggest bang for the buck? Getting that assessment done, getting help, and, and then going after the, the low-hanging fruits here, right? Sure, sure. Can you tell me a little bit more about this impact analysis and impact assessment process? It is all about, as we, we know it, you, you, you take a look at the business that you're in, the market you're in, and have a look at, in this market here, what are the first, uh, first things we'll be hit by? What are the heaviest hitters? And again, I mean, if we, we put the extremes up, in a service business, you might not care too much about how green your, your product is because naturally it's it's not a tangible product that, that impacts the business. You don't need oil to produce it that you can replace with something else. Here, you, would might, to, you, you might want to start with the social parts, prosperity parts of your service first. And again, of course, the opposite. If you have a tangible product, you know that this product is using problematic materials, uh, you might have an indication of where you want to look. But again, I think here, getting an expert in that can help you out point you in the right direction that have an overview of what your type of business would normally be looking at could be a great help to get started here also. Yeah. And also encourage everybody to look at, and as you've said so many times, Laura, as the PMOs, we're here to deliver a strategy. We're here to deliver on the overall business goals. And if your business goals don't have the sustainability built into it, we want to look at if we want to bring that in, we want to say, are there places where we can do something that leverages ideas of sustainability to help deliver on the other goals of the organization? You know, that is that we're trying to sell, we're trying to sell to a younger generation. If we can find a way to say, you know, we're maybe we're an IT company that we have our own wind farms or we are a greener company, that that would help you sell, make your company be more attractive to a particular market segment. Right, for sure. Oh, this is so good. So Mark and Brian, I want to ask you, if people want to learn more about this, they really want to get started with sustainability and bringing more sustainability into their organization first, where can they learn more if they don't know a lot about sustainability and how to bring it into their organization more effectively and how to connect to it and just be more educated? And second, what are the first couple of action steps they could take to actually start embedding more sustainability into their PMO and their project work and helping their organization deliver strategies. So two-part question. Perfect. If we start about the learning, I think we have really uh, been in love with green project management uh, information. Uh, there's really a lot of good material to get there, to get an overview of what is sustainability, how could it be built into to a project model, uh, how does it impact, how do we expand our scopes. I think that would be a really, really good place to start uh, the learning journey. There's plenty of courses there as well. There are links to good resources generally. There's a good book that you can get started on as well. So there should be something for every taste there to start learning more at least. And if we, from an action perspective, I think there's really two steps that, that you can take. One is really scouting is where is it? Where do you believe that bringing sustainability into the way your organization thinks can make a difference? And the second place is, as you, as I said earlier, looking at the way you charter your projects is to make sure that there's something in that chartering that talks about the sustainability aspects that are relevant to your organization. And I really think that uh, green project management's impact analysis can make a big change for you as well there. Uh, so there's an, an impact analysis there, and you can eventually get help also to do that. But that can really take a look at your company, 
and your business in your market, your customers, and then address where are the low-hanging fruits, where will you get biggest bang for the buck so that you will get clear areas where to start improving as well. That would also be a great place to get some really tangible and uh, fast to execute outputs. Excellent. Thank you so much. So good. Okay. So Mark and Brian, thank you so much for being here. If people want to connect with you and learn more about the work that you do, where can they find you? We're both pretty easy to find on LinkedIn. You look for Brian Cohn in Minnesota and Mark Adler Madsen in probably shows up in both Germany and the Netherlands. And of course, you can find us at our website, which is aspire-innovation.com. And if you want to talk to us, there's a place you can book some time with us on that site. Oh, definitely take advantage of that impact driver if you want to learn more, if you want to talk to Mark and Brian about helping you and your organization aspire to do more. That's the place to go. So Mark and Brian, thank you so much for being here. I'm really excited about us opening this discussion around sustainability and how organizations need to evolve to become more sustainable and the role that PMO and strategy delivery leaders can play in that. And then in our next episode, we're going to be talking a little bit more about sustainably delivering impact and the relentless pressure on all project organizations to deliver more value and impact faster than ever before. So make sure you tune in for the next episode where we're going to flip this all around and really talk about how you and your organization can sustainably deliver impact. That's it for this episode. Thank you so much for being here. I'll see you next week. Bye-bye for now.